Welcome to The Dance featuring Deanne Shapley. Deanne is a best-selling author, nationally syndicated radio host, intuitive coach, and brave heart woman. And now, let's dance. <laughs> All right. So, hi there. This is Deanne Shapley, and you're listening to The Dance. I am so excited that you decided to join me today. I know that we were brought together for a reason, and I can't wait for you to discover what that reason is. So on today's show, we have two really special guests, personal marriage coaches, Randy and Monica Zachary from Better Marriage Today. Randy and Monica have a passion for marriages that fueled them back from the brink of divorce. And after 10 years in Christian radio and church youth ministry, Monica filed for divorce. They were hopeless. But now they have the marriage of their dreams and travel the nation sharing their story, including appearances on the Dr. Oz Show and the Oprah Network. Welcome, Randy and Monica. Well, good morning, Deanne. So great to be here with you. Yes, you know, I'm so excited that the two of you uh, were able to come on the show today because I was inspired really to talk about passion and just, you know, passion in life and in marriage and in our relationships. And I thought, who'd be better to talk to other than the ultimate guru marriage coaches, coaches, you and Randy. Oh, you are too kind. <laughs> ultimate guru. I like that. Ultimate gurus. Yes. So tell me a little bit about what, what you have going on. We uh, again, you, you said it kind of in the in- introduction, and we are passionate about about helping, you know, encouraging marriages. Um, we we were hopeless, and uh, you know, um, we we often say this: we we can't imagine a couple more hopeless than than we were. Two, you know, adult children of alcoholics with really no real role models um, in terms of marriage, uh, and and then you know, we get married, let the chaos begin, you know, and and. Uh, you know, throw into that my uh, my alcoholism and my addictive behavior, and uh, it was just a recipe for disaster. We we both had great presentations, so we could fool a lot of people, but um, deep inside we were both broken, and sadly, really didn't find the help we needed in 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 church world. We we kind of fell into the you know image management game that often happens in church world, where it should be a place where hurting broken people can get help. And it's often a place where you kind of show up and try and look as good as everybody else and let everybody think you're okay, and it's it's sad. So that's what's going on. We, we love uh, to encourage couples, uh, and specifically couples who are uh, trying to recover from infidelity because that's a, a part of our story. And we've just found that, you know, the place of our greatest pain has become the place of our greatest victory. Yeah, and, you know, in the beginning of any relationship, there's always passion, which obviously you and Monica had, and then you lose it. And, and passion is such a deep, deep emotion, you know, and hopefully we've all felt this emotion at some point in our life, you know, whether it's with your significant other, maybe you're really passionate about your work or a charity or something else, you know, you can really be passionate about anything, but within the marriage, it's, you know, it, it, and even outside of the marriage, whether it's your work, like I said, it's a very intense emotion. It's this, this desire or, or this love for something or someone that gets you excited. It creates this enthusiasm. And when you're in a marriage, you know, you've been married for a long time. I've been married for a long time. And, you know, it's just something that's so incredibly important in a marriage. And when you lose it, I say temporarily, because in a marriage, it, things do come and go. And that's what the work of, of marriage is all about. We say, oh, marriage is so hard. Well, of course it's hard, but it's, it's your passion within that marriage or within that that vision that has to fuel you. So 
you know, how did you get that mar- that passion back in your marriage after you figured out all the stuff that you, was going on and you came to the point of, okay, we can fix this? How did you find that passion? Wow, that is a great question. And um, you know what? It took a long time, actually. And I don't mean that to sound so bad or so derogatory, but, you know, God has a plan and a purpose in all of that we go through. And um, it was a, it's amazing to me that when I look back and um, here we were in a very toxic church, you know, that didn't know how to help me and I didn't know anything else. I didn't know anything different. And so I, I kept doing the same thing. I kept saying the same thing. I kept thinking the same thing. There really wasn't a change. And I would tell myself, okay, Lord, I trust you. I believe that things are going to change. But then really deep down, I didn't believe that because nothing was happening. Nothing was changing until, um, you know, we were on a staff um, where there were 10 pastors on staff. There was a very large church and one pastor kind of took me aside after, you know, um, our crisis had happened and Randy left and told me he didn't want to be married anymore, that he had found somebody else. One, it, o- it only took one person to come alongside me and say, I want to help you get through this. And so I started seeing this pastor. He was the counselor on staff. And, you know, the first few sessions we'd meet and I would point my finger and say, Randy did this this week and he should have. And why didn't he? And why can't he? And do you know what he did? Do you know what he said to me? And this counselor kept looking at me and turning it around. And finally, he said, you know what? We're not here to talk about what Randy did or didn't do. We're here to talk about you. How was your week? How are you doing? What are you feeling? What are you doing to change you? And finally, after about three weeks, I got it. It sunk in. It was about me and what I brought to the marriage and what could I do to change things in me in order to start changing my circumstances. And I got to the place where I finally said, okay, Lord, no matter what happens with Randy and I, I know that you have something for me and I that I need to change what's in me. I need to look at my behavior, my attitudes, and my actions, and what is it that you're trying to teach me right now here in this moment. And as I started to do that, oh, man, all these amazing things began to happen because my attitude and my outlook began to change. And as that changed, I began to see Randy differently. And at, and to take it even further, he began to start to see changes. And that's when he said, you know what? I want whatever you have right now because I like what I'm seeing. Wow. Yeah, you know, it's like you almost maybe retired from your marriage, right? Yeah. You know, and you try to stay busy to, to shake it off and to put everything, for lack of a better cliche, under the rug, right? You want to sweep everything under the rug just to kind of go through the motions. And we stay busy because we want to shake off that disappointment or those unfair, so to speak, situations. But we all face them, right? And it doesn't, it doesn't mean that life is over. It doesn't mean that marriage is over. We can't sit in our self-pity party 
we have to tell our hearts to dream again and beat again and, you know, get your joy back in, within the marriage and get your joy back within your, your work or whatever you're passionate about and get excited again. You know, your future is still there. So, Randy, for you, how did you get excited in the marriage again? Um, well, we like I said, we, we were at a hopeless place, and I, I, I didn't have any real hope. And then I, I, I began to see a Monica change. And... Um, you know, really begin begin to get healthy, and I, so I began to initially just have hope that I could, you know, that I could change personally. Um, we were separated, and, and I, we really were at a place of wow. If you know, if if it's if we're just going to get back together and it's going to be the same same old same old without any change or passion, there you go. We we I just don't want that, and so. You know, when I saw her starting to change, I started having hope that, you know, I could change and that I could, I could, um, you know, have some of these broken places, really blocks, if you will, uh, you know, um, you know, removed and, and healed. And, and, and once that happened, passion began to come back for life. You know, I really began to trust and believe God again. I, I, I began to, cause I had kind of been done with it, you know, and thinking, yeah. you know, God really, this this all this was kind of just a big cruel hoax. This whole this whole God thing and church thing, and and then when we started getting healing, I started re- believing that we could individually really have what you know what everybody's talking about, and then it began to give us hope for our marriage. And then when you have hope, that leads to passion because it's like okay, this can really happen, you know. And then you start really believing it, and once you start believing it. Um, the passion returns, you know, slowly for us, yeah. but it, but it returned to the point where, and then we had a, when we found it and we got that connection that everybody, you know, we'd heard about, you know, some people call it biblical oneness, you know, it says in the, in the Bible, the two should become one flesh. And what does that mean? And, um, but when we, when we found that connection, we promised each other, we would never, ever, ever let it go because it was what we'd been fighting for. And we're passionate about that connection that married couples can have. Yeah, it's interesting how, you know, when you found your passion within the marriage, then you became passionate about life again. And you also became passionate about the work that you do as coaches. And, you know, it's that enthusiasm again. I keep going back to the enthusiasm and the excitement. And, you know, when you're passionate about something, it does create um, this enthusiasm within us. And I've noticed that, you know, the people that are really enthusiastic or passionate, however they like to label themselves, I think they're both kind of intertwined. They tend to have greater results in life. You know, they're, they're not just mediocre people because they have something within them that just comes out and it's, it's their energy of, you know, this is what I want to do. And I just love this and I'm excited about it. I'm going to put all my energy into it. And Randy, you and I were talking before the interview and it was like, you know, you can be passionate about something or someone and it might sort of um, not really fade, but diminish a little bit temporarily, but it's about reminding yourself of what is, what, what was it that I was passionate about? Why am I passionate about this? And not just marriage. It's, it's about whatever you're, you are your life's purpose passion and purpose kind of go together and you know what what fuels me to remain within this state or this energy of passion and you have to think positive positively 
and keep reminding yourself, what was it that, that I originally became so passionate about? What was it about Monica? What was it about my husband, Mike? What was it about the job that I'm doing, the coaching that I'm doing that makes me so passionate and how can I keep that alive? And I don't know that that's a question we can completely answer right now, but what are your, what are your thoughts on that? How do you keep that passion alive through this expanded lifetime that we have, you know, because you, if you're passionate about something, it's not just a temporary passion, right? Right. And, you know, passion and um, doing what you're called to do, um, when you're passionate about what you're called to do, it's contagious. And you start attracting people that want what you have and that is what randy and i that what we have found is that you know when we get to go you know share our story somewhere or even here at home you know and couples um that are texting us or emailing us and you know and us meeting with them and just helping them walk through you know whatever they are going through whether it you know it's just something you know that you need to tweak a little bit or whether it's something major they see you know the change and and um, it's contagious and people are looking for that they're wanting that and that really has made it a lot of fun for us in giving back and when you do start to give back you know that is just another there's just so many components you know to all of this and giving back and the whole connection you know thing is just huge and we need other people in our life to help walk us through those hard times and even when you're not in those hard times we need other people to help encourage us to speak into our life you know to laugh with us to cry with us all of those things we're not meant to walk this life alone and do it on our own we're meant to have other people surround us and help us oh absolutely that's awesome that's really awesome you know because when we use our energy to believe we're using we're, we're using it to also fuel us and like when you said someone will call and they need help in marriage, that was your fuel, right? That, that was what something, when you get those phone calls, they fuel your passion because you're like, oh, okay, I've really got to help these people. I mean, that's, that's sort of the fuel for it. And, you know, within the marriage, I think different things happen within our marriage and, and it fuels us. And it could be something as, as small as, you know, Randy coming home with a bouquet of flowers, that fuels that passion or saying something really sweet, you know, kind of not unexpected. And that those little things, they fuel our passion. It keeps that passion alive. And I think that when we get to the point of, um, you know, saying, well, I, I'm not really, I'm not really sure I'm passionate about this anymore. That phone call will come. That little, you know, sing in your ear will come, you know, whatever it is, that fuel is always there but we have to be open to receive it and we have to see it and we have to always remember what what we really became passionate or why we originally became passionate what inside of us it's that purpose inside of us that makes us are passionate so you know i i always say i'm just not going to let these the people that are living in mediocrity kind of crush what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about my marriage. I'm passionate about my coaching. I'm passionate about children that I serve and, and all the charities that I that I work with. And I just I just keep that energy, that level of energy and that positive attitude and think of all the good things to keep me fuel because when you put your faith in your fears, 
that's when you allow the fear to come alive in your in your life and in your heart. And it's really what you said, Monica, you know, when you when you're not listening to God and you're not by by God and all of the things that they surround us with that can tend to collapse and, and live into a media, mediocre life. How do you feel about that, Randy? Um, I, yeah, I, I, I absolutely feel like um, that 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 happens, and I, I think I was sharing with you earlier, you know, that that's sort of um, you know historically my cycle. I'm full speed ahead or kind of flatlining, uh. you know. Um, just I'm, I'm super passionate, and I am about a lot of things, and and I think sometimes um, with the ADD it, that can get me in trouble because I want to do everything, you know, I want to do it like today. Um, and I get just really, really excited about lots of things. And it's been a, a journey for me of, uh, you know, learning to, um, learning to kind of frankly, you know, pare down those things and say, okay, uh, you know, I'm passionate about a lot of things, but what, what is my purpose? And I think that becomes kind of the conversation. People say, you know, your passion leads you to your purpose. And I think, that's that's true but then if you're passionate about a lot of things now you got multiple purposes not enough time in the day and and then i you know you get frustrated and you know all that so um i think it's you know um, having you know having god's help folks like you with your coach define really what your like main your tribe is who is that who is that group of people on this planet you were brought here to serve and serve well and then you know, throw yourself into into that tribe, and uh, and frankly, let, <laughs> let some of the other tribes go. Yeah, so I mean, this has been a great conversation. I know our time is up for today. I'd love to have you both back on the show. It's always such a great pleasure to to talk to you and to get your great wise in input and in everything that we do here on Pono Radio and on the shows that we that we do. So thank you so much for coming today. Absolutely loved being here. We'll leave you with that today here on Dance with PonoRadio.org. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for joining us for The Dance with Deanne Shepley. Deanne is a best-selling author, nationally syndicated radio host, intuitive coach, and brave heart woman. To contact Deanne, go to DeanneShepley.com. That's Deanne, S-C-H-E-P-P-E-L-E.com.